Hey guys, this is Behind Relationship Goals with Bones and Fofo, aka Megan and Mikael. Yeah, welcome back. And we're doing the podcast two weeks in a row for the very first time in a very long time. Since we started season one. Yay. Yeah, and we have something very important to talk about. In the last episode, we were talking about gaming. And this episode is still going to be about gaming, but it will start with a story. So <laughs> I will I will tell this story. Okay. 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 Last night was a Sunday and it was family day. So we were out for dinner. It was my family along with Megan's family together for dinner. Which happens quite a lot. It happens, okay? Close na kami. dito? So we went out uh, for dinner and then transferred to another place for more food. And at that time, War of Imperium was set to start. So this is our 10 p.m. scheduled war with our guildmates. For guild versus guild in Ragnarok. Okay. And I was wondering, I was because Megan is the one who's so intense about it. So I told her, hey, do you want to do this? So I asked her. I gave her a chance. And she was like, no, no, let's not do it. Let's focus on our family and spend quality, quality time with them because we don't do it very often. And I was like, okay, great. Let's do that. So what I said was let's just leave our phones on so at least our attendance is marked in the War of Imperium. And she was like, okay, cool. So that's what we did. At 10 p.m., turned on our phones, started displacing our characters in the proper place, and all of a sudden, she stopped talking to everyone for the next hour <laughs> completely. And I was looking at her the whole hour from 10 to 11, Then I was wondering, dude, what is this girl doing? And I was telling her from time to time, maybe like every 15 minutes, I was like, hey, put that down na. I thought you said we're not going to play. And she just kept playing. So I was like, ay, nako. So at that point, I was kind of, I was mildly disappointed because it was her idea to not play and just spend quality time with the family. Mm -hmm. But here's what happened. Here's the kicker. At 11 p.m., okay, or a almost few minutes. Almost 11. It was like 10.45. PM, I told her, you know what? Uh, Lauren was kind of frustrated with her already. She wasn't minding her brother either. So I got her phone and I turned it off. And guess what happened? I shouted. Pumitik. Pumitik si She completely lost it. Like she screamed in the middle of the rest. And she's like, ah! <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I became Hulk at that very moment. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was so surprised because I was like, what is wrong with this chick? Like in public, and here's the thing: this she does not get mad very often. I can no. count on my hand the number of times she has gotten that mad over nine years. Actually, I'm gonna think about it right now. I think it's that was just the third time she's ever screamed out in anger over Ragnarok, <laughs> over a promise that she said she was <laughs> going to make, but she herself broke. Yes. I admit. To Can my you mistake. imagine the confusion going through my head? The confusion and disappointment. And all disappointment, at the same time. which eventually tur turned to frustration and anger for myself. When we got home, so when we got home, ako naman yun nagalit. <laughs> I was like, yo, don't do that. Okay, I will not stand for that. I told, I really told, we got into a big fight last night. Yeah, and we don't I think that was we don't get into fights anymore. Yeah, it's it's rare that Mikael and I will we'll get into like an argument maybe, yeah. but a fight, oh my gosh, like yes, like last night I was I was really sad because we fought. Yeah, I really gave her 
my peace of mind. <laughs> I like how you were gonna not, you were gonna say something else, and then you're like peace of mind. I did not agree with what she did because think about it. This is what happened. I got angry at Megan because of a game. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know that song. The, if you distill you know it down song, to its essence, it's not. It's mejma babaw siya actually, because it's it's like that song Dota o ako. <laughs> this time it was Ragnarok o ako. It pinili niya yung Ragnarok eh. Okay, so it's it's funny because we're talking about this. Like if we take out the part where you were frustrated and everything. If you put it into perspective, usually it's the girl that gets mad at the guy for choosing the game. But this time, it was the other way around. I think the biggest frustration for me with this story is that this isn't the first time that it's happened. So remember I told you I've seen Megan get this angry only three times? Fofo never gets angry also. The other time that she got that angry was also because of Ragnarok. Was it also Ragnarok? Yeah, it was also because of War of Imperium. Because I was... I'm I'm makulit. I like playing pranks and I turned off her phone while she was playing and she just went into, into Hulk rage mode again. Mm. No, I think another thing is that because I had told you now we were just going to do perfect death that night and then we were going to say goodbye to everyone. Okay na. But then in my head somewhere I was like, I can't not like do my perfect death moves. Like I can't not do my snares and all that. I forgot I forgot where to cut off real life and games. <laughs> and I chose games over real life. Where in that moment, honestly, like I I needed to spend more time with my brother and my sister at that time and with Mikael because I rarely you didn't need to spend time with me. Well, yeah, I see you all the You're time. Always with me. But I rarely get to see my brother and my sister. And although Although our game is important, of course, family is more important. And that was like a time that I needed to choose. Here's the thing, okay? Just to clarify for them, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. Megan plays her games around three to five hours a day. She sees Lauren and Victor once every six weeks. Yeah. So I was like, and then she. Six was, weeks is kind of a stretch, though. No, I no, would six say weeks, like four six weeks. weeks. Six four weeks. weeks. I'd say six weeks. I'd say four But anyway. That's the gist of it, which is why, oh my god! So it was a big deal. Um, that's the that's the story. That's the gist of it, and uh, we were able to get through it. Hi, salamat. Well, she was able to get through it. I was just angry. Yeah, was he was so angry at me. Like he was really, you know. Okay, when I know that Mikael is mad, he won't talk to me at first, and Mikael likes to talk. Like he has that energy where he's just like. He's bubbly and he's very talkative. But when he gets angry, he just shuts up. He doesn't say anything. And this is Mikael processing everything that happened. And like he won't just look at the surface. He'll see... <laughs> yeah, because like we have usapan, but that's like... That's different, okay? That's not like what we're going to talk about today. But he, he won't just look at the surface. He's going to look at every single detail and see... Why is Megan acting this way? What pushed her to do that? Are there other instances where she was like this? Et cetera, et cetera. So that's why it also became a bigger fight because this small thing became something even bigger. Okay, you know what? Let's reword that. Um, to 
to kind of condense what people can take away from this. Okay. Because I think this is a very normal situation for a lot couples of couples, yeah, to experience. But what helped us, or what helped me at the very least, <laughs> was that I could explain very clearly why I was angry. It was very clear to me. It mm-hmm. was because she made a promise that she broke immediately after she made it. <laughs> and at the same time, she also hurt her siblings. Yeah. And I, I would be included in that as well. Yeah. So it was very clear. And wala na siyang comeback. The good thing with Megan was that she just accepted it naman. And I acknowledged it. I also acknowledged my mistake. Yeah, for some people, I think lalaban pa sila. They might yeah. try to make excuses. But the thing is, if you're wrong, you're wrong. And if you if you know that your partner is wrong, you just call them out, and it's done. I, after the emotions will settle down, yeah, the next day, then it's good. It's fine. We're here doing the podcast and sharing the story with all of you guys, hoping you guys learn from it as well and don't make promises and break them as soon as you make them. Yeah, and just don't expect that everything will be okay right away because it does take time for the person who's angry to like calm all their all their emotions. I didn't even yeah. ask Mikael, okay na ba tayo? Because I knew that he was angry. Yeah, he's gonna elbow me. <laughs> but yeah, it just... You just have to wait for them to to have that. Diba, parang may moment kayo. Yeah. There, there, there will be that moment when you know that everything is okay now. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's time to move on to that story and on to our actual gaming content for the podcast. So what, what do you have for me, Bones? Well, honestly, I think our fight last night was a big jump-off point for the podcast. And it's somewhat, somewhat in line with what we're going to talk about because... You know, with gaming and relationships, somebody's somebody's asked me before, how do I actually have a relationship with somebody that's so into their games? Someone asked that? Yeah, somebody asked me before. Like, um, I've been getting Instagram question, questions on Instagram. Like, my boyfriend plays etc. Uh, game, game, this kind of game for like hours in a day. He doesn't answer my texts, my calls. Is there an actual relationship there? That's actually really interesting. Do you have an answer there? Have you thought about this? Okay, well, I think we're at an advantage as a couple because we both like playing games. But, but with my behavior as a gamer, when I really like a game, I will just play that game. And sometimes I forget everything else. I know. <laughs> I know, that's what happened last night. Um, so yeah, how how do other couples deal with that? Especially for, yeah. So you know, you haven't thought about this yet. You haven't been able to think about it. Because I have friends where who are in the exact same situation. More often than not, it's the guy. It's the guy that loves playing. Continue. Yeah, uh, the, the, the girl partner does not like games at all. Mm-hmm. And the guys are super into games. And I think at this point, the guy needs to know when to give in, to be honest with you. Or the girl. Or the girl, yeah. Whoever the gamer is needs to know when to give in. And I can... Okay, I have an experience here. Um, I would make an analogy to that with me and my relationship to work. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So work is, for me, is like a separate entity. It's a partner. It's it's a non-negotiable part of life for me. Mm Mm-hmm. So during my first six, seven years of work, I completely put gaming aside. Yeah. So as a couple, I think when you're trying to get to know one another and you're still playing your games, 
maybe to the point that you're kind of not minding, minding. your girlfriend anymore. I think you have to rethink that relationship or rethink how much you actually like that person. Or how mu- how invested you are as a couple. Yes, exactly. Because for me, if I were to choose the person you love, work, games, I know where my priorities yeah. lie. Yeah. So on the flip side, naman, for the girl who's dating this kind of guy, she also has to think twice, like what kind of priorities does this guy have? Yeah. Especially if you're still young. Like, let's say a young couple like in college. Yes, I'm referring to people who are still getting to know each other. Okay, okay. So, fresh relationships. Because what happens if you don't deal with that and you still stay together Mm -hmm. without dealing with your issues? That's going to be a problem. you, You get married, you have a family, but... This dude plays games for <laughs> hours and days on end without assuming responsibility for yeah, it. Yeah. So I think that you need to be able to nip nip it in the bud right away and create habits that will allow you to enjoy quality time with your partner and your partner to still enjoy his or her games. Like for us, what works for us since we're both gamers, we have our games that we play together. So we have those war of imperium moments but then we also have games that we enjoy individually you have your incremental games yeah. i have like my rpgs that i like playing yeah. so yeah and uh, when when we have like alone time that's when we really get to play our games yeah and for you and me it was a lot easier to transition into a gaming lifestyle simply because we had already been together for eight years mm-hmm. so getting yeah, um, so getting into something new together yeah. wasn't that difficult. We knew how to balance work, gaming, and our own relationship um, simply because we had so much experience already doing it. Exactly. So the takeaway from this question would be, one, know what your priorities are. Yeah. Two, early we- on, face the issues head on Yes. so that you can learn how to balance them so it doesn't become a huge problem later on. Three, if you're starting a relationship, I think if your partner is into games and you're not so much of a gamer, why not try it out? You know, see, just t- try something new. I think that's pretty cool. I didn't used to like um, yung mga MOBA games, but then you were trying to teach me how to play Dota at yeah. one point, And I tried it out. The only time that Megan enjoyed MOBA games, which is like Dota or League of Legends was last year, year eight of us being together. <laughs> but I promise you, from year one to seven, I would politely ask her if she would like to try playing Dota. Yes, all the time. I think I was able to make her play once. No, you got me into it a couple of times, but I would just couple. go with the creeps. And I would just do AI. never <laughs> work. <laughs> and lo and behold, eventually on year eight, right? after very subtle persistence, subtle and gentle persistence, I cracked the bones. No, and it was <laughs> it was so funny because when they invited us for Conquerors last year, I didn't even want to do it. Yeah. At first. And you were the one that really convinced me to do it. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, no, I don't know how to play this game. Like, I'm so new to it. I'm just going to look dumb. Like, I was just so scared of so many things. And it wasn't the type of game that I normally played. And you were like, no, try it out. Try something new. It's Take it as a challenge. Hindi yun, na-addict siya. Mas na-addict pa siya kaya sa akin. Hi, saya. Saya maglaro. Okay. But yeah, I think that's a good answer and conc- concise answer to our to that question. What okay. else do you have? Okay, so 
now, now that we have like a bunch of games, there are certain games that we play on a regular basis. So this would be one Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok would be our number one game as of the moment. Agreed. And when we first started playing Ragnarok, we had a rule. Okay, so with any game that we play, there are always in-app purchases. Okay, yes, I see you making that face. Yikes. There are always in-app purchases. And we decided, okay, let's try it out. With any game that we play, we, tr- we get the minimum. So we got the premium. Which is 300 Three f- pesos. 350 at that? 300 pesos, I think. 300. Okay, anyways, 300 pesos. Or 399. That's yun. That's yun the basic, na basic that we can buy. Okay, we bought that. And then after that, we would see, ah, okay, so this is how much you need to spend for, let's say, big cat coin. And it was a lot of money. Like for the biggest amount that you could get in one buy, that would be 5,000 pesos worth of in-app purchases. That was the biggest denomination that you could buy. And we decided that we weren't going to spend. Right? We decided that even though like my gacha, like gacha is evil, like it's it'll waste our money. And we decided for the oh my for God. that time I we remember. would not spend. And we were playing on the table to my right. That's where I decided that we were not gonna spend on yeah. the game. So we were like, Yeah, we're chill on the man, we're casual about this game, we're not gonna spend on this game. <laughs> and lo and behold, do we still follow that rule? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what made us decide to start spending on this game? Okay. Um, do you don't remember? I don't remember. Honestly. Okay. What happened there was from the stance of not spending on games at all, Ragnarok actually was the game that ignited our love for gaming again. Mm. So at that point when we started, we weren't super gamers yet. Yeah. We were very casual about things. Yeah, even like us grinding our character, we would be super chill about things. Yeah, but the thing is, we had we we eventually met more friends who got into Ragnarok. We also met our guildmates who mm-hmm. were super into Ragnarok, and super spenders also. <laughs> yeah, and just getting to know that community just ignited the fire of gaming in us again, and that we slowly got into it, and later on we slowly opened up to. You know what? If we spend this much, maybe it's okay. Or why don't we spend and buy the highest denomination just once? Yeah, we'll buy had, the five thousand pesos denomination just once. Because maganda yung bonus, may promo pa siya. Let's just do it once. Parang addict na. Oh, one time lang, one time lang. Wag na natin ulitin. And then na ulit na na ulit, but. In fairness, um, I kind of caught it quite early and I told Megan that if we want to continue doing this, we need to have a game plan in terms of funding this. Like, if we're going to keep spending on our games, there needs to be some sort of return. Wait, I think there's also like a, a little bubble over here because there are some people that are listening that are gamers, but there are others that aren't. So what are in-app purchases, pala, for those that don't know? All right, um, in-app purchases are the currencies that you can buy inside a game that give you access to maybe extra strength, extra items, extra powers, extra lives. So basically any premium content that you could buy inside a game, Mm -hmm. you would probably have to pay for because downloading games more often than not nowadays is free. So the in-app purchases where you can buy costumes, items, power-ups, 
this is how the, the developers earn money. Yeah. So it's also a good thing naman. For me, it's okay to spend on games that you like to a certain extent. Okay. Anyways, going back to your point. Um, yeah. So going back to my point was that because we started spending regularly and there came there a budget basically came out for our games, I also told Megan that, you know, we have a chance, given our position, to make money from this. Okay. So I have my vlog. And Megan got into streaming. Yes. And the rest is history because she's officially a Facebook streamer. And yeah, we're we're, we're earning a, a good amount. Yeah, a I good would amount. say. I would say. Enough to fund our, our gaming lifestyle. Yeah, be- we had to make sure that we had an extra stream of income for the games because with what we were earning now, I didn't want to spend... Like Mikael said, he also didn't want to spend any of that on games because... One, like our spending habits, we can make, let's just tell everybody, our spending habits is one, we don't really shop. Yeah. We don't shop for clothes. Like everything that we have is like sponsored base. We have a very minimalist lifestyle, which I think should be talked about in one of the vlogs. Yeah. I mean, one of the podcasts. Oh, we can talk about it. Yeah. In another another yeah. podcast, how we live our lives, how simple, quote unquote. Yeah. But yeah, we don't spend, we don't really eat out. Actually, we don't eat out. Yeah. We... Yeah, Grab we just, food. Well, sometimes. <laughs> from like, time to time. From time to time. Um, what else? What are, What are other spending habits? Um, yeah, I think th- I think that that covers the gist of it for them to understand how we do it. But that's basically our takeaway from how we balanced out spending on games. Mm-hmm. So now that we are spending, how smart of a game spender are we? I would say we're very smart <laughs> only because we decided to put effort into creating a return on investment. Okay. But also, we don't just go out there and buy whatever we want in the game. Diba? Like we also I go out and buy whatever I want in the no, game. No. I mean, we think about like the items that we need to buy. Like, is this a worthy item? Are we actually going to spend extra for gacha? I have to admit, Fofo, this month, I spent extra money because I couldn't get the costume, so I kept buying, and that was a mistake. Sorry. Okay, just to explain what gacha is, just for the non-gamers out there. Uh, gacha is akin to gambling. Honestly, it's a, heavy hand, it's a heavy-handed word, but yeah. it's just the easiest layman term that I, can, um, that I can use to describe gacha. So basically, it's a mechanic in a game where you click on it, and spend a certain amount of in-game currency, and you hope to get the rarest item. But the rarest item usually has a chance of around 1%. Yeah, it's like a lottery, basically. Basically, it is a lottery. And in some countries around the world, these loot boxes or gachas are actually banned. Because imagine if a kid who doesn't know any better has access to their parents' phone. Yeah. And they just keep on trying to go for that rarest item without knowing how much money is being spent. Mm-hmm. And there are so many horror stories around the world and on the internet of uh, parents getting their credit card bills and their phone bills and seeing it uh, skyrocket. See it skyrocket. Just an insane amount of money simply because of that. The loot boxes and the way it kind of lures and preys on the unknowing younger people. So, like, what are some countries that gacha is banned? If I remember correctly, I know Belgium. Has so, banned, walang gacha. Yeah, any game that has a lottery-style mechanic is not allowed to be sold or downloaded in Belgium. Wait, 
so paano na yung Ragnarok pag na-release na sa EU? Iba? Um, no, Iba it'll exist- only be released in places that allow for it. Ah. And in Korea, um, all games developed in Korea have to follow a gaming law which basically formalizes and systemizes how a gacha can work. So in Korean games, gachas are allowed. Lottery loot boxes are allowed. But they have to follow the law. And I think it's a pretty fair mechanic from what I remember. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the details. But it's nice because Korea is developed enough in the gaming industry to actually produce laws that devs have to follow. So what do you say about the gacha system of Ragnarok? Sa Southeast Asian server. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's all you that could good. say. <laughs> I know. Parang feeling ko, they're just eating our money. But I love the game so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, not not all countries in the world have an evolved gaming industry and gaming bylaws. But we can only hope that happens eventually. Do you think it's worth it to spend on games? To a certain extent, yes. I think to a certain extent... Um, it's like asking people, oh, do you think it's worth it if you bought that Ferrari? But what if he has that money? Yes. Or is it worth it to buy a house? I mean, you could just live on the streets and just buy your food wherever. I mean, it. I mean, I think when you're answering the word, is the question, is it worth it or value? I think that usually comes from the person. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it, it to them? So you can't really judge somebody that spends exorbitant amounts of money on a game. Kung kaya naman pala nila. Yeah, but if you're spending to the point that you're hurting yourself and hurting others, then I think it's easy to say that might not be worth it. <laughs> so moving on to our weekend festivities, we actually did quite a lot over the weekend. Megan was part of a huge gaming event here in the Philippines held in MOA in SMX. What was it? It was the ESGS 2019 event, and I was so, so happy to be a part of it. I was there for... Lenovo for the Legion brand and the new brand ambassadress. Uh, yes, I was launched as the new brand ambassadress, and that is the laptop that I use. I use the Legion Y740 for those that are wondering. Okay, so I'm just curious. You're an ESGS. Do you have any idea what ESGS stands for? Photo. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> what? I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I was just there. I was just a guest. You're putting me on the spot. I feel so embarrassed right she now. She has no idea what ESGS. Electronic Sports and Gaming. <laughs> Fofo! No, what, what does ESGS stand for? Summit. Oh. Yung summit lang nakalimutan ko. I have a friend with me at the moment. Bones, what does ESGS stand for? Electronic Sports and Gaming Summit. Electronic Sports and Gaming Summit. Is that correct? I don't know. It might be correct. We'll fact check ourselves. We'll fact check ourselves on that. But anyway, no, it's okay. Hindi natin if a fact check. No, it's all right. It's That's all so right. embarrassing if I don't know what that is. Fofo. It's okay. You were there for Lenovo and it's correct. Though it's correct. Okay, but anyway, see what I have to deal with sometimes. You know what? Before we get to that, she is a noob. Ha ha ha. She is a noob. Okay. The thing is. This is the first time that Megan has gotten into hardcore gaming. She's a self-professed casual gamer. She yes. likes her Pokemon games. She finds them more cute than being immersed in the gameplay I'm itself. not competitive at all. But now she is. But the problem with that is she still has those casual gamer habits. Yes. Which, in other words, is a noob. So, 
Imagine playing Ragnarok or playing one game and she had no idea that there was a menu for settings. Like imagine play imagine playing a game for six months and you had no idea that you had a menu for settings to ch- toggle and change your preferences. Wait, what, what game was that? I'm just giving an example. Okay. But it's like you're saying I don't know the settings of Ragnarok. But that's how that, that is how <laughs> that is the magnitude of her newbiness. Okay, so when well, I'm gonna defend myself here. Because noob sounds like such a bad term. It's like you're saying that... It is a bad term for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I just don't get super into it. Like I won't read all the details. I'll enjoy the game for what I like. When I first started playing Ragnarok, I just wanted to look cute. I wanted a character that could be semi-strong and like try to collect stuff. I just wanted to collect, collect, collect. I wasn't really thinking about being the strongest player. My objective was just to enjoy it for what it was. So I wouldn't strategize. Yes, but now I remember this story. It's something, a nice story that she has no idea I'm going to tell right now. Mm. Um, It was a couple of months ago and we just had an amazing gaming session and she was so inspired um, we were resting already at that time. The gaming session was over. And she comes up to me and hugs me. And she's teary-eyed. And she tells me, Fofo, I love games so much. I want to be the strongest player in Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> with her eyes welling up with water. And I just look at her lovingly and say... Ano? Grabe, sobrang pinasag niya ako noon. Like, I rarely want to be competitive. And this was a moment where I was like, yes, I'm so motivated. I want to be so freaking strong. I'm going to look for all my items with all the freaking enchants. And I'm going to go up to Fofo and be so confident. And in my head, I'm like, this noob wants to be the strongest player in a game. <laughs> What you drinking, yo? Pwede naman umasa, Fofo. Ito naman, binabasag mo naman yung trip ko. Masaya naman ako dun. Okay, I'm just sharing it with them. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, moving on. Where were, what were we talking about again? We were talking about ESGS, which we semi-forgot what it meant for a while. Yeah, but anyway, um, back to the topic at hand. ESGS was an insane gaming event. Oh, wow. Like It was our first time at this event and at this kind of event. And... Well, I didn't really have expectations for it. I just knew that there were a lot of gamers were going to be there, a lot of tech um, companies were going to be there, and sayang hindi lang natin nasulit, no? Yeah, but let's set the stage for the people who are listening. Um, ESGS is a yearly event, and this year it was held in Moa SMX Convention yes. Center, which is a huge space. Like they got all the function rooms of SMX. On the ground floor. And when I got there at around 3.30 p.m., it was so full. It was like Edsa Revolution inside. Fofo, at 11 a.m., it was full already. And it was amazing because like Megan said, there were tech booths where all the various tech brands were displaying their hardware, promoting Mm -hmm. whatever they had to promote. And then on another side of the convention center, they had this indie side, which catered... Which catered yeah. to individuals who had small businesses related to gaming. Yeah. So there was one part which had um, people who designed stickers. Yeah. With gaming animations which we and graphics. Bought a lot of, by the way. 
But it was amazing because it was so nice that they were able to give an opportunity for these kinds of talents and these kinds of small businesses and individuals to showcase what they have. So yeah. we went crazy buying a lot of stickers. I bought so many Mario stickers and Dragon Ball stickers and video game stickers. Yeah, sayang lang hindi natin nasulit, which is what I was saying kanina, because I really wanted to try out the indie games, but we had to go at that point. Like we just wanted to go around to like see what was there. Yeah, because there was another side. There was another side of the convention where they were featuring indie developers, and mm-hmm. we met. I got to talk to some of them. And these guys are fresh out of college. Yeah, the, Benilde actually had a corner. I'm, um, yeah. I used to go to Benilde, and they have like a, a gaming course. And you could see there, uh, Benilde had a sign, and a lot of the students that made that are part of that course were there. So we have fellow Filipino uh, youngsters developing games that are actually out on iOS and Android right now. Yeah. I'm actually gonna download one game. It's on my phone. What name the it was? Is that yeah, the better one? Um, I was able to talk to them and they had just graduated, I think, if I remember correctly. And they were working on the game on and off during their free time for two years. And tomorrow, no, today, Monday, yeah. today is when they're releasing the, the beta version of their game. And it was just really nice to hear because it's so nice to see that there's actually an there's actually a, a, de- a developer community here in the Philippines mm-hmm. that's growing. So an indie game developing community. I love how throughout the course of the year that we've been back in gaming, we're going to like different levels of it. And then we're learning, we're getting to meet a lot of people. Yeah, we're exploring the different corners of the gaming industry. There you go. And it's, sorry, that was my tummy. And it's been very nice and it's been very refreshing. Um, so hopefully I would love to work with ESGS next year and Mm -hmm. I think they have a lot of smaller events spread out throughout the year so I'm actually going to get in touch we met some of the organizers yes um Simply because it's it's such an active community and it's such a young and vibrant community. And here in the Philippines, you know, digital and um, you know the, the digital future of the Philippines and the tech future of the Philippines is so vibrant. And there's so much potential in it, and I would love to be a part of it. Can I just say that um, while I was waiting for my turn, then uh, the segment namin sa Legion, on the main stage, what was happening is they had a tournament, and it was a tournament for just dance. So. Different people, like they were, there was single, double, triple. That was a group of four that would come on stage and they would do the dance. Nung just dance. And it was such a fun segment that they did. And I, I personally enjoyed it. I was watching from afar and I really liked that. All right. So, yeah. So, I think that about wraps up. Is there any other topic that you want to discuss? I'm just happy that we got over that fight from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that fight later tonight. Oh. No, but anyway, um, I think that wraps up our content for this podcast. But I want to get into the next segment, basically our ending segment for each podcast nowadays, okay. where we bring up a piece of news. Uh, a piece of news okay. doesn't have, necessarily necessarily have to be current news, but just something we want to discuss and share to the viewers. Okay. Something that uh, w- that we feel is noteworthy. All right, all right. And it so doesn't even if it's like a dog, like a dog post on Instagram that you felt was nice. Ah, I see. I we see. can discuss that. That's fine. Okay, as long as it made an impact on us. At le- as long as it made an impact on you. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with this. Okay. So at the end our podcast. I would like to talk about USB-C everything. Do you know what that means, Bones? USB-C, the plug. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's USB or USB-C is something that we don't really think about. Very mundane. But for me, it's such a big deal. I think we should USB-C everything. I think we should too. You know how like Apple has their own thing, like their lightning port, they're all lightning, and then Android has their own Android. No, Android has USB-C. They've moved on to USB-C, yeah. but before it would be lightning and whatever yeah. Android. You and said. even in cars, cars should start being USB-C as well. Yeah. So, pati sa mga plug sa computer na USB-C. Yeah. So just to explain this uh, short, I guess, advocacy to everybody, uh, USB-C is the upgraded port of USB. So it's smaller, it's rectangular, mm-hmm. and it's reversible. So you don't need to think yes. about how you're going to insert yes. the plug. And it's just such a powerful port that I wish that everybody would just adapt the new standard right away. Of course, mm-hmm. it always takes time. But I think that when you're able to put it out there and make people more aware, then more people will look for it. And the demand will eventually also create the supply. Mikhail's already started making all our tech tech stuff USB-C. yeah i started earlier this year almost all our usb adapters and cables almost all of them are USB-C. yeah so if i'm at work and i forget my charger or i forget my my plug good luck to me yeah because nobody else has a USB-C cord so yeah but that's just me so that's all i'm sharing it's a weird quirk that i have that i'm advocating for a change of parts in our lives but that's the kind of thing i'm into what about you, Bones? What do you have? Wala. You don't have anything? Think about something. Mm, all I was... Honestly, all that I've been hearing about on my Facebook is about Tulfo and the Barreto sisters. Okay. That's well, all that I see on my Facebook. I guess one thing we can talk about Tulfo since that Barreto thing is just like its own other animal. Yeah, we won't get um, into that. <laughs> I'm actually amazed at how the for show? I don't know if it's a show. Oh, it's yeah. It's a show, right? Yeah, so I was telling Mikael about how amazed I was that... So, Tulfo has his show on... YouTube. Like, no, but it's on, like, rad. Nasa the tele, radio tele and radio. there's a TV version. Yeah, my TV version siya. But it's on YouTube. And I just... I'm so amazed at how many views he gets per, per video. Like, yeah. it'll be one topic and it's cut up into six videos. And... Like the impact that it has on so many people. So many people talk about it at taping. Like when you're just in a coffee shop, you overhear somebody talking about it. It's gotten to the point where Tom Rodriguez told me, Yo, Mick, what's this? It's being pushed to my YouTube recommend page. Tool for the tool for YouTube yeah. channel. Because they're getting millions of views per video that they release. But for me, my only takeaway from that is actually it just shows you the strength of how involved the Filipinos are digitally and yeah. in the tech space. Because yeah. you have all classes from A all the way down to E involved in the internet and consuming media over the internet to the point that, you know, Tulfo is raking it in, raking in the views on YouTube. And the, I think it's the just views amazing. and the kaching kaching. Yeah, the views <laughs> translate the money, but I mean, it's just amazing. And it just shows how ready the Filipinos are to take that next step in terms of uh, technology. It's really exciting, honestly. I can't wait to see where, you know, we're going to be with technology in the Philippines in the next couple of years, maybe. Yeah, the proof is in the views. That's true. But at any rate, I think that is where our podcast will end. Yeah, I think we just want to say thank you to Lightroom and to Crystal Audio for providing us with 
you know, our lights and our audio. I mean, they've been such a great help to us. Yeah, and we hope to continue working with them. This beautiful light, beautiful tripod, and beautiful microphones as well. Yeah, don't forget to send us your comments. You can tag us at Megan Bata, at Mikael Dias, and hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. Yeah, all kinds of input are welcome. Questions, topics, suggestions. And on that note, the podcast is ending. Bye. Bye.